Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. All right, Get Real Wealthy, here we go. We're looking at the buying section of the buy renovate, refinance, and rent process. If you're not sure what this process is, go back to the previous episode and go through that overview. So we're gonna talk about the buying process. Why buying right is probably the most important part of the strategy. If you overpay for an asset, you are not gonna be able to refinance it for a price higher than what you paid for, and the strategy is not going to work. So don't expect to be able to use this strategy on every house you you do. Now, the other kind of piece that goes with this is that you can actually buy at market price, but it always will depend on the market. Sometimes if you're in a heavily situated seller's market, let's say. So a seller's market is really where, you know, there are 20 or 30 or 50 people bidding on the same house or same building. That can mean that the the purchase price is a lot higher than what would be considered the previous market price. And that can be okay if the market price continues to push up over the time of the renovations, but you're really taking a risk if you're trying to predict or speculate on a future price. It could be that you buy at market price and you maybe pay a little overpay it a little bit and then you refinance it maybe two or three years down the road versus two or three months down the road. It's really what you wanna aim for with this strategy. So buying right is really important and not overpaying. But if you are buying in a, a high, like a fast appreciating market, it can really benefit you even if you bought it at, at the market price of today. I, I just don't like to do that. My preference is to buy with equity. And buying with equity means that you have to work harder in order to find those properties. I work hard to find apartment buildings that make sense. I spend thousands of dollars on marketing. I spend hours and hours on time, you know, meeting with potential apartment building sellers, brokers, talking to different people, trying to to make different connections. I do that all the time. So the time that I'm giving up means that I'm going to be able to find other opportunities that other people won't. And I do this all the time. This is what I do, uh, find the uh, important opportunities that make sense. If you want to, to do this, you can do one of two things. You can either spend the time and marketing dollars yourself in order to do it, or you can give those dollars to somebody else and let them do it for you and see if you can make a deal happen or, or buy something with equity by contacting uh, somebody that can help you to do that and paying them. And usually this comes in a couple of different ways. One is maybe you deal directly with a broker who has a pocket listing. So a realtor may have a pocket listing that's a listing that hasn't gone to the MLS. They're shopping it out to their buyer's list that they already have first before it goes out to anybody else. It is a benefit to the broker because they can make a commission based on the sale and also as the buyer. 
So they doubly benefit from it. So they can, can definitely be somebody who's motivated in order to complete that transaction for you, especially if you're the one who's buying the property. The other one is reaching out to wholesalers. So that's somebody who's actually has a property under contract. They have a purchase and sale agreement in place already. And then instead of them closing on the property, you would pay them an assignment fee of some, some sort, and then you would close on that property instead of them. There's a lot of legal ramifications for this, so make sure you talk to your lawyer around what commitment you're taking on when you're, when you're buying an assign, assignable contract or you're paying that assignment fee. So make sure that you understand what your liabilities are around it. But that is a great way of finding off-market properties or properties that are, you know, that you have to pay somebody else in order for, for you to get access to that deal. Now, people don't realize it, but, you know, the reason why they charge an assignment fee is not only to make a profit on it, they also pay sometimes tens and thousands or tens of thousands of dollars a month in advertising in order to make those deals happen. And so people who think that it's so easy should go out and do it themselves. <laughs> it does take work and time and effort to be able to put that type of deal together. The other thing, and I mentioned this before, was you going out, spending the time and looking for off-market properties. There's a few different ways to do that. I'll give you a couple tips right off the, the top. Number one, phone the wholesaler signs. All those we buy houses signs, don't get offended. Call them. Ask to be on the mailing list. Say, look, if you have a deal that you can't close yourself, I'm happy to pay for an assignment fee in order to close on the property myself. So make sure that you talk to them. Create those relationships you know, with those wholesalers. Tip number two is create relationships with realtors and brokers who have lots of listings that match the type of property that you are interested in purchasing. So if you're driving down the street and you see the same realtor sign over and over again on houses that you typically do accessory apartment conversions on, contact the realtor. Let them know what your criteria is. Let them know what you want, what you're looking to buy and that you're ready to purchase. You have all your ducks in a row. You've got your financing ready. You have your down payment ready and you just need the property. So contact those people. So that the, the second tip, and, and you know, let them know that, that you can close on a property that's a pocket listing, right? That's not listed on the MLS. There are lots and lots of different strategies. You know, you can start to look at places where other people aren't looking. Everybody looks at the MLS, but perhaps look at other websites uh, that, that have listings for properties, maybe property guys, Kijiji, <laughs> wherever you can find those listings. I actually put together a, like a five hour course on off market properties that are available to uh, members on the educationrei.ca website that goes through all, like a ton of different strategies that I've used over the years to acquire over $80 million in, in assets. You can always take a look at that. But one thing that I, I wanna suggest to you is that you come up with a property scoring system. Figure out what type of properties make the most sense for you to purchase and assign a, a star system for it. So you can quickly filter through properties that, that don't make sense versus making sense. So usually what happens is that you're solving a problem. So either like it's, you know, a smelly house, cat pee, hoarder house, divorce situation, you know, there's some other reason why they don't want 
their neighbors to know that they're selling. It could be a whole bunch of different reasons and you're solving a problem for that person. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quentin D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to getrealwealthy.com.